This episode of Grub Street is brought to you by Fully Committed. Starring Modern Family's Jesse Tyler Ferguson, this hilarious comedy about the restaurant biz is now in previews on Broadway at the Lyceum Theater. For tickets, visit FullyBroadway.com. All right, all right. Once more into the breach, Admiral. Here we go. Here we are. Today's topic of discussion is a broad one. Sandwiches. We're at a restaurant called High Street in Hudson, which is in on the, in, on the borders of the West Village. It's a relatively new restaurant. The original one opened in Philadelphia. And yeah. we are here because yeah. this is among the probably half dozen or so new places that are really specializing in these amazing sandwiches. And here more than any place else. It's a fine dining restaurant. I mean, I'm looking at one, two, three, four, five cooks in their kitchen right now. That people are spilling out. They have a culinary counter. We're here in this little private booth. But really, the specialty of the house is bread and sandwiches. What are you looking for in a perfect sandwich? You're looking for good, good ingredients, s- good bread. That certain sort of uh, alchemy of a, of, a, of a great sandwich or really even a great meal. The BLT has this wonderful sort of alchemy between freshness and the crunch of the toast and the richness of the mayonnaise and the sort of salty comfortably crisp of the pork bacon peanut butter and jelly has that in its own way it's like the great sandwiches are, are great and they're great for a reason they have this special alchemy there's a cohesion of all the different elements where each one is making the other thing better but there is this idea of like right to the bread like the, being the vessel for these specific things and not just here's some bread with some stuff in it the vessel and all, all great sandwiches get better as you eat them they don't fall apart they actually don't even just get better, they get more intense. Like the end of that hamburger, that little nub of the burger, that's the best thing you're going to eat all day. I thought your whole thing with burgers was that the best burgers, you finish it and you immediately want another. You think you do, but you really don't. It's like a martini. Have you ever had a good second martini? Well, maybe you have. The second one's better than the first no, one, usually. Well, that's, that's what we do. I think, I think the second one, maybe halfway in, you sit there, you go, uh-oh. What am I doing? But the hallmark of the Golden Age of Sandwiches are classic sandwiches that we all know, uh, like uh, the, the parm sandwich or the, uh, you know, the pastrami sandwich, but done uh, with a high gourmet technique and the best ingredients. It's an extension of the chef burger trend that's been around for a long chef time, burger. applying a culinary sensibility to an otherwise humble utilitarian right. food. The, 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 the chef here, uh, whose name is? Eli Culp. He worked at Teresi Special, whatever they're called. Teresi Italian Specialties, which has turned into the yes. major food group, which right. they own Carbone and Santina. And they made their reputation, among other things, really by turning out prime deli-style, old Italian deli-style sandwiches, but doing it in a way which was just sort of mind-blowingly delicious. The finest veal, the finest turkey, the finest bread. Here, especially, they've really they started with the bread, and then the, the sandwich part came later. I mean, there's a whole bakery up front. You can buy these gorgeous country loaves, and I mean, you can buy all this stuff. So here, they're starting with the bread, and I think that's what a lot of people are doing too. You're seeing all these bakeries. There's Arcade Bakery in Tribeca, in the weirdest location ever. It's in an office building lobby, but it smells like the most beautiful bakery you've ever been in. They have these gorgeous baguettes, all sorts of amazing breads. And so you're starting to see that a little bit, too. All right. So they bake their own bread. 
They find the finest ingredients from all the farm stands in the region, and they construct these delicious sandwiches. And we're going to taste them. We're going to talk to them a little bit. We're going to taste them. What could be wrong with that? Nothing. That's why this was a great idea for an episode. It was your idea. I'll grant you that. If the pastrami and hash breakfast sandwich is not among the sandwiches that they have prepared for us, I'm going to throw a little fit. What if there are four better options? I've had them all. There are not four better options, Admiral. Well, let's... That sandwich is a monster. I ordered that sandwich. The first time I ordered it, I ate it. And I ate it so quickly that I had to order it again so I could Instagram it. Let's hope that the sandwich doesn't come because I want to see this fit. So, joining us now, we have John Nodler. He is the culinary director for the entire restaurant group, which owns, you said, five restaurants? Uh, I do I do four. Four and, and between we have New four York well. and Philly. Yep. Let, let the record show. He's dressed in his whites. He's coming straight from the kitchen. <laughs> sweaty forehead, little white hat. Literally, working cooks and working chefs. Got the complexion like he's been in a submarine for about six <laughs> months. It's the real deal, Admiral. So, what goes into the perfect sandwich for you? I think for us, creating the perfect sandwich is just like, uh, it's the same approach to creating a perfect dish. So it's about, first of all, with sandwiches, we start with, you know, the bread. Uh, Alex does such a great job with the bread, uh, making sure we have, you know, the right texture on the bread or the biscuit in the case this of the bread. This is Alex Bois, your Alex head baker. Bois, yeah. Yep. Figuring out, is it, uh, is it a vessel or is it a flaky biscuit or how do we find that perfect medium? And then from there, within the sandwich, building on textures that work together, and, uh, you know, really making sure it's creamy, it's unctuous, uh, and it, it's just really kind of well-rounded, just like your most composed dinner plate. Uh, we really try to focus on doing everything in-house. That's from the bread to the yogurt to all the sandwich uh, production, protein production. And, you know, we just wanted to really take the idea of, like, you know, having this dinner mentality, all that energy that we put into that service, we wanted to put that chef-driven approach to the daytime. It's approaching the breakfast sandwich the way Daniel Balud would approach it. <laughs> right. Head on, intense, crazy, intense. And your sandwiches take a lot of influences mm-hmm. from the region. These are Philly sandwiches. These are mid-Atlantic state sandwiches, right? Mm-hmm. Mid-Atlantic, yeah. So, you know, they're the kinds of things that you might stumble across if you were in one of the great open markets, uh-huh. the old markets in Baltimore or Philly. If you want to sample sort of the, the rainbow of like sandwich <laughs> largesse, yeah, that's a good place to do it. Why don't you tell us about my favorite, the pastrami and hash. Pastrami and hash. And who thought it up and where did you get all that stuff and why is it so good? He's been Absolutely. talking about the sandwich for weeks. <laughs> awesome. I've eaten um, about 10 of them. So. <laughs> awesome. We appreciate that. Um, you know, the pastrami and hash we do both in Philly and New York. Obviously, pastrami and hash is a, is a classic American breakfast. I grew up in the Midwest, uh, in, in Madison, Wisconsin, where I went to school. Uh, you know, there were kind of uh, small breakfast shops, uh, delis that, you know, you'd see it all over there. We wanted to take that idea and figure out, first of all, how to make it eat well on a sandwich. And also hit on the nostalgia of kind of the pastrami and the hash. And, you know, for me, uh, you know, that hash brown, you know, there's a very nostalgic thing to that, the preparation of how we do it, and really the flavor that you get from that, you know, that crispy on the outside, really soft and fluffy on the inside, potato hash. You know, so we were playing with the idea of that classic American breakfast plate, traditionally, um, and figuring out how to build it in a sandwich, 
using the hash for texture, uh, doing the pastrami in-house, which was its own whole R&D process. So you cure it, you get it, we you do cure it. You know, how long does it take to cure it? Uh, it takes us about nine days start to finish. So we get the whole brisket. Uh, we use Nyman Ranch briskets. Um, Jesus. So they're is, not using that at Katz's. This is, they're not, this is not your average corner deli sandwich. <laughs> nine days of work. Where were you before you were here? Uh, before I was here, I worked at, a, at a, great, uh, a great restaurant called the Madison Club in, in Madison, Wisconsin, with a really passionate chef um, who, you know, he raises his own pigs and, and goats and sheep and, you know, really turned me on to French technique. But also he has that really good approach to local, um, local produce and local protein. Did you, did you have a favorite sandwich growing up? Growing up, uh, my grandmother made a lot of lefsa and a lot of BLTs. Yeah, bro, well, you the, like, one sandwich, Desert Island, Desert <laughs> Island, one Desert Island, what? Desert Island, it's a little continental, ham and cheese on a baguette with, like, lovely butter. Just simple, Spartan, it's all about the bread, a little bit of accent to it. That's what I want. That's ridiculous. All right. <laughs> I love the BLT. BLT. I think the BLT is just like a, a symphony of, of all the things that are good about eating food. <laughs> Anyway. So why, from your perspective, why are we seeing so many places like High Street pop up, so many people that have this fine dining background, that have this classical training, opening sandwich places instead of opening, you know, even like, I think originally you saw people who maybe were tired of the fine dining world going to bistros mm -hmm. a little bit more, and now it's like, it seems like cafes, coffee shops, You're, we're just seeing a lot of it. Like, is there any part of you that thinks, oh, I should go to a white tablecloth fine dining place instead of do this? Absolutely. Uh, you know, I... I often have that have that feeling, but I think, you know, the great thing about High Street is our dinner program, while um, still kind of casual in the delivery, um, from a cook's perspective, there's a lot of unique flavor profiles, a lot of unique technique going on. Um, so that's something that I feel like I can really get my fix. But in terms of why people are doing it, you know, for us, I guess the thing that I think about every day, you know, when I come, when I come to work and I come to these restaurants is the amount of people that we get the opportunity to feed and the amount of experiences we can offer and really stand behind, which, which I think is great. You know, we can have someone that just wants a sandwich. We can have someone that comes, wants to come in and do our, you know, our leave it to us at dinner. Um, so for me, it's, it's being able to offer that, that spectrum. So you get the best of both worlds. I really feel like I do at High Street, yeah. Let's get cracking here, Admiral. Let's do it. I'm a hungry. I'm a hungry boy. I'm starving. I'm a hungry boy, Admiral. I'm ready. Are we getting some sandwiches? You are. Yeah. What, what are we gonna get? You're gonna get the uh, bodega, the breakfast sandwich on the biscuit. Then we're gonna do the pastrami and hash, the roast pork sandwich, and the turkey sandwich. So no fits. Before we move on, a word from our sponsor. Support for the Grub Street podcast comes from the hilarious new Broadway play Fully Committed. Starring five-time Emmy Award nominee Jesse Tyler Ferguson of Modern Family, Fully Committed takes a sharp skewer to the backside of the restaurant biz. Jesse plays Sam, a reservationist at one of New York's most exclusive restaurants who juggles desperate diners, scheming socialites, name-dropping wannabes, celebrity divas, panicked waiters, and a fame-hungry chef. And in this side-splitting tour de force, Jesse plays all 40 characters. Don't miss Fully Committed. It's on Broadway for only 15 weeks, so make your reservation now at fullybroadway.com. This is our take on um, a classic kind of biscuit, biscuit, egg, and cheese. Um, so the biscuit is a black oh. pepper and sage biscuit. Um, He's cutting it right now, and that groan was because you watched the cheese and the egg and everything just <laughs> ooze out <laughs> perfectly. Melt collapse. And there's a sandwich patty, or a sausage patty. Sausage patty, yeah. That so, you make in-house. Yep, absolutely. Um, and that's get, a, like a 
it's not Scrapple, but it's like... This is a pretty straightforward um, kind of emulsified, I would say rustic porcelain emulsified pork. sausage is patty. Is it pork? Uh, this pork is pork, pig. yeah. I mean, you pigs. knew the name of the pigs, probably. <laughs> <Smell> the <pork. laughs> These are great. Yeah, they're Duroc uh, pigs. Um, wow. Really juicy. They come from Jersey. We grind it in-house. We mix it with a smoked malt syrup, um, so malted rye. That adds that nice sweetness that... Is in the sausage? Yeah. So that adds... Oh, that's, Admiral. Oh, that's, my God. That's, that's kind that of might our... be better than hash, that hash <laughs> one that I've been squawking about. <laughs> The melted cheese is, uh, it's an Amish cheddar oh, uh, from Lancaster. God uh, from, help uh, us, Tastes definitely delicious, Admiral. Well, it's really like, like a lot, like oh. monster sandwich. Oh, it's really an entire meal in one, in one hand, especially Absolutely. the breakfast ones. That's what yeah. they're designed. They're designed to like take on your way and they have, you know, they have the bun, they have, they have everything you need in a breakfast, but just in, in one hand. It's got a beautifully rendered biscuit, beautifully baked, buttery, herby. I'm sort of speechless. There's nothing bad you can say about it. <laughs> for this one, the hardest part when you talk about kind of knowing when we hit it was, first of all, the biscuit texture. Um, Sam Kincaid, our pastry chef, put a lot of time into it because there's such a balance between a good flaky biscuit and a good vessel for a sandwich. And if you veer too much into the vessel, you lose that flaky biscuit. And if you veer too much into the flaky biscuit, it falls apart on you. It's just the oh, consideration so. that goes into it. Well, yeah. that's the thing. Falling apart. You don't want it to fall apart. Exactly. You don't want it to fall apart. Next. This this pastrami sandwich. It's pastrami and rye. The rye they bake here. So, again, it ain't no rye out of a paper bag. It's almost... The rye is almost too good, I would argue. It's very thick. It almost overwhelms the pastrami. But there's no part of this sandwich that is not awesome. Yeah, the rye bread, I always tell Alex, like, if you just kind of suck on the crumb there, it tastes like a dill pickle on its own, and it's just, uh -huh. that's such a nice compliment to, uh, to the sandwich. Damn, um, this pastrami. Damn, Admiral. <laughs> this is no slouch either. So yeah, this is that uh, nine-day process from uh, breaking down the brisket to curing, smoking. Yeah, we leave the brisket whole, and we kind of trim as we go if it's too fatty. That way you always get a nice, uh, nice mix of fat and, and meat. I mean, you are, it, it is sacrilegious to say, but as... You, Admiral said, you ain't getting this pastrami at Katz's. <laughs> Thank you. Although we love Katz's. Who doesn't love Katz's? Right, Katz's is great. You're not getting this rye at Katz's either, by the way. <laughs> All right. Next. So roast pork. This is a uh, the classic Philly sandwich done just a little bit different. So traditionally, uh, you get your, your steamed green, so steamed bro broccoli rabe or uh, sometimes spinach. We actually take it a step further and we do kind of a kimchi process to the broccoli rabe wow. just to give it that kind of full flavor umami punch. More fermentation, why more did, funk. Why did the, the people in Philadelphia claim to own the pork sandwich and the hoagie in general? I mean, you know, I don't, I don't, they didn't invent the hoagie. <laughs> they didn't invent the sub, submarine sandwich. Maybe the cheesesteak. You can have the cheese. I know you guys haven't done a cheesesteak. Yeah, we're not We're not going to veer into that territory. Also, do taste better, by the way. The, right. uh, the roast pork, you know, I think a lot of people are quick to say the cheesesteak is the Philadelphia sandwich. And I think that's why a lot of people go as far as to say the roast pork is the true kind of Philadelphia sandwich. Uh, John's Roast Pork down in South Philadelphia, the Knicks in the Reading Terminal, a handful of places in North Philadelphia, you know, they all do their, uh, their takes on so it. So where does so. this pork come from? This Again. pork is from, uh, we get it from Fossil Farms. This is the Duroc pork from New Jersey. Um, they have their own uh, farm plot out there and it's... So it's really fatty, good. it's moist, you brine exactly. it, I assume? Uh, we cure it, actually. You cure it. So right. we, call, we call it uh, green salt. Uh, so basically we take salt and sugar and puree it with a lot of fennel frond, uh, a lot of rosemary, thyme, and garlic. Oh. We cure it for 48 hours, and then we, um, we do a hot sear on it, get a nice caramelization on that cure and on the outside, and then we cook it in our steam oven uh, overnight. Really? Hence its yeah. softness and its 
general so, deliciousness. I mean, it's just all juice, yeah. And the bun is the thing of beauty with semolina. Yeah, semolina. A yeah. cake with sesame seed. Yeah. But very soft and pliant and sort of sweet, and it's just exactly. a thing of beauty. Exactly. I'm eating so much, I, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, feeling yeah. a little faint. <laughs> oh my God. So here we go. Turkey of joy. Turkey's a, it was a hard one, you know, you want to keep it, you really want to keep it nice and approachable, and we just wanted it to be really solid, really fresh. Um, just a really good, good solid sandwich. It's a beautiful poppy seed bun. Uh, the turkey comes from some ethereal turkey area, some turkey heaven in the sky, right? <laughs> Our turkey, uh, we actually work with Fossil Farms on this as well, yeah. and they get it from uh, the Lancaster area, so Pennsylvania turkey. Uh, and it's got green goddess dressing, which is a nice touch. Yep. Makes it look healthy, but also yeah. gives it a wicked, wicked creaminess. Exactly, yeah, and green uh, goddess, um, some pickled B&G peppers, so a little bit of heat there. Um, and then we use an Italian vinaigrette uh, that we make in house. So a lot of black peppercorn, fresh uh, oregano, uh, and just white vinegar. Very classic. Oh my God! It's a great summer taste. Yeah, it's it just, just tastes like the the kind of sandwich your mom never made you in the summertime when you come in from playing softball or baseball or whatever. Yeah, it's just got it just tastes. It's got this seasonal warm weather freshness to it. And the green goddess is what helps it feel much fresher, mm -hmm. much more lively than like what you would get. But it makes me also want a football game. Like I want to be sitting and watching, I guess, well, my team is the <laughs> Lions, but I don't ever want to be watching them. But <laughs> I think I'm entering a sandwich coma territory. It's, I might kind of like lie down in this bunkette briefly. Things are getting grim. Oh, they Lord have mercy. Admiral, take out your camera, Admiral. Let's do it. Instagram that monster. <laughs> this one calls for it. Here it is. So this is the uh, pastrami and hash breakfast sandwich. So we have our uh, our Kaiser roll, which is our potato bread, uh, topped with poppy seeds. That's toasted with a little bit of butter. On the bottom is a little Russian dressing. That's evil. Top that of the hash brown. downright yeah. evil, my friend. <laughs> so we have our hash brown, and then we just kind of build up from there. Sauteed pepper, onion, uh, garlic. Same pastrami as you guys had on the pastrami on rye, except we uh, griddle it on the flat top a little bit to give oh. it that, that caramelized uh, texture and flavor. And then we just finish it off with there a little more Russian in the top. And the potato the, the hash is fresh. It's not like your usual... Uh, yeah, it's a hash brown with like, there's almost like a Denver omelet situation going on with the <laughs> onion and pepper you know, on the... Whatever that is, yeah. It, it, <laughs> there's not these like shavings of like diner half-baked potatoes that you're used to. This is like the real deal. All right. Oh my God, this thing has some heft to it when you pick it's it up. It's as heavy as a cannonball. This is like when breakfasts, when you would eat breakfast because you were going to go work on the farm or like on the <laughs> rails or in a factory all day, not go sit at a desk. Absolutely. This is a, something you want to eat before you go to the fields. Yeah. Or take a nap. Either one. Delicious. Thank you. But I actually like the biscuit one better. I got to put that in my review, that biscuit. I want to Hold try. the presses! Hold the presses! The condiments on the table, uh, these are, so uh, during the daytime, we have the, uh, the frou-frou little bottle that comes with it. That's our uh, jalapeno hot sauce, charred jalapenos uh, and green peppers, and we just puree them with, with a lot of citric acid, so it's really mm -hmm. bright, fresh, a little bit of heat. Uh, and then at lunch on the table, you get chow chow um, mm -hmm. and pickled sweet peppers. So the sweet peppers, easier to explain, they are just the sweet B&Gs like you'd find at a ball game. Uh, we just marinate them with a little olive oil, fresh oregano, and garlic. Chow chow oh, is a boy. traditional Penn Dutch thing. It's also traditional in the South. 
It's kind of like capturing. It's like a heat, hot, heat, heat, pickly, vinegary. Traditionally, yeah, uh, really kind of sweet. capturing the capturing the season or the bounty. Uh, what we do is we take all the vegetables that you know that we have pretty much, and we grind them through the meat grinder, uh, and we cook them with uh, just to cook out some of the water. And then we add a bunch of cabbage, and that helps get a little fermentation going on it. So you end up with a kind of tangy, sauerkrauty vegetable relish. After about five or six days, we take that relish, once it's fully developed its flavor, and we cap it with like something like you find at like a, a Chinese restaurant, like a chili oil. So uh, wahios, uh, sriracha, sambal, a lot of olive oil and garlic, oh, kind of wow. rounds it out. So there you have it. That's like a 10-day condiment right there. <laughs> it is a 10-day condiment. Man-made. I can't believe I'm eating this whole thing. I can't talk <laughs> any further about sandwiches or much of anything else. Well, thank you. That was delicious. Oh, thank you. Thank you guys thank for having me. Thank you for your time. Thank yeah. you for feeding us. This was fantastic. I'm going to die now. <laughs> I'm already dead. All right. Let's go. Platty, here stars. we go. How many stars? Let's start with the turkey sandwich. I'm going to say five stars for that. Five stars for the turkey sandwich. Stop muttering and just give me your Restaurants low Restaurants don't even have just, five stars. Just give it. Just come on. All right, let's go. Roast pork. Uh, I'm giving that five stars. <laughs> I think I see what's about to happen. Give me pastrami. the pastrami on rye. I'm giving that four, although it should be five. Only because the rye is a little overwhelms it a bit. But okay, I'll give that four. Uh, but if you wanted me to give it five, I'll give that five too. Next. Uh, pastrami and hash. You know what? I've been talking a lot of smack about that sandwich. No, you've been you've been talking it up. Is what you've been doing. Isn't that smack? Oh no. Okay, never mind. All right, I've been talking it up, and I I'd give it a three and a half four. This rendition. I don't know. It wasn't as cohesive. Didn't go here as well as the first breakfast sandwich you had. And now let's get to the first breakfast sandwich. That was the biscuit and the, the uh, Lancaster uh, cheddar delicately melted. And yeah, how many stars? 17. I, I think that's too low. That, okay. That thing was awesome. I'd give it 10,000 stars. 10,000 stars. I, you know, I'm with you. I mean, you know, I don't like star inflation, but that thing was awesome. All right. That is it for another edition of the Grub Street Podcast. Our thanks, as always, to Andy Bowers and Laura Mayer at Panoply. Our producer, Sam Digman. Slate for their help. Uh, for Adam Platt, I'm Alan Sitzma. Thanks for listening. We'll be back again in two weeks. Thanks. <laughs>